Welcome to today's episode of Let Me Be Brief. I'm your co-host, Andy Rieger of J. Rieger & Co. Joined, as always, you want to introduce yourself? Nope. I want you to introduce me and tell everyone how much you love me. This is Matt Basinger. I love him very little. He runs Swallspark. I do every episode with Matt. Matt and I are kind of buddies sometimes. Matt, appreciate you bringing in this bottle of whiskey to drink during this episode. We're in the Let It Fly Media Studios, and our guest for this episode is Caleb Gilmore. Caleb is the president of Bison Fabrication. Caleb, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Caleb, we were catching up before the show. You have some exciting things that you've done, exciting things that you're about to do, but let's, let's take it back. Softball question, what is Bison Fabrication? Um, we're a physical marketing company. Uh, we help companies to raise their awareness in their communities by helping them with exterior and interior uh, signage. We also do graphics on floors, walls, windows, and automotives, as well as uh, business promotional. Everything from pens, pencils, um, hats, shirts, mugs, you name it. Everything in between, we will help you put your logo on. Um, we do laser engraving, um, and then as we're, as we're progressing, we're getting more into large format printing. Um, a lot of packaging and then short run print stuff. So basically anything you need your logo on, we can help you customize it. So we have the Emprise Bank logo here on this mug. Uh, we have like signage all around here. Do you do all of this in-house? Are you working with companies outside of your four physical walls, outside of Kansas City? Like how much of your work are you fabricating and how much are you working with other uh, companies and relationships that you do? So we do about 90% of it in-house. Um, all of our wide format printing, all of our graphics, um, all of our laser engravings. Um, I don't want to embroider. That is something I just absolutely do not want to do. Um, we do direct two-garment printing, though. Um, so if you wanted something on your shirts, we can directly print right to it. Um, all of our um, Larger items are big signs. We can manufacture right in-house with CNCs and, and things like this. And so, like I said, we're getting ready to big, make a big purchase on a, um, a larger wide-format printer. And so we're, we want to be the source for people to come to, even other, other sign companies that need some of the things made. Now, how do you get from – you were an educator, right? And yeah. How do you get from an educator to starting a company with this, like, very specific vision of – we want to make print create stuff for companies that want to that need help with marketing and need help with physical products so um i taught for 10 years and i taught engineering and architecture as well as electronics and robotics and construction and drafting all in the same school sixth grade through 12th grade um i really really enjoyed it uh however um i am a fourth generation business owner so my father and uh, my mother have Raven Printing in Chanute, Kansas, as well as Jim Allen Packaging, which is also in Chanute. But they do custom print, custom things like this, and I wanted to be able to supplement what they do because if I try to go just buy the same machines, I'm, I'm just competing with them. I wanted to be able to contribute to the family business, and so I kind of was. You know, I've been up here since in Kansas City since 2013, and. Uh, I saw the, the niche in signage, and um, I really wanted to get into it. I really enjoy making. I think that's one of my biggest passions is, is making things. And uh, so I was kind of doing a lot of that stuff on the side when I was teaching, and then I got to a certain point where I'm making as much money doing my side hustle that I am actually teaching, and I just I needed to make a decision, and 2019 was that decision. And so we started Bison Fabrication January 1, 2020, um, 
And Great we timing. We found out how how difficult it is to run a business in um, a global pandemic. So we made some of the right. I mean, we did. We made right right financial decisions to weather that storm. And um, you know, we're learning to walk now, and we're learning to run really quickly. Mm-hmm. And so within the next six months, we'll have um, a new facility. Um, all of our equipment will definitely have to be hiring on more people because we're definitely at maximum capacity where we are. Um, there's a lot of, lot, of, lot of little things that are coming into the works in a really short amount of time, but, you know, if you, we can make it through the pandemic, we're going we're gonna to keep striving forward. So you really offered the, the perfect lead-in. You know, you talked about you made all the right financial decisions starting this company up. And it seems like a very asset-heavy-based business in general. Was that a true statement? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So machines, buildings, all of those mm-hmm. elements. How did you start the company financially? Did you raise money? Did you get bank loans? What was really the trajectory? Did you call Emprise Bank, or are you calling them after the show? They are, they are helping us with our, our, um, our, some of our big machines right now. Um, no, has, that actually, been, has it been an easy process? Not just an Emprise Bank thing, but I mean, working with a bank to finance machines? Well, it's new. Um, so we're, my wife and I are big Dave Ramsey people, so um, we've saved. We're, our business is debt-free. My personal is debt-free. Um, and so we raised cash. Um, we didn't, I didn't know really any other way to do it. So I raised money for 10 years and I kept socking it aside, socking it aside and buying machines here, buying machines there. By raising money, you mean saved money. Saved money, correct. <laughs> um, and, and like I said, and doing those things on the side. If I, I knew that one process would take a little while longer with this one machine, like a hobby model, then I would make enough money to buy the more industrial model um, and then sell off the other and use that money to keep bankrolling and getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And so... We bought everything in cash, um, and that really paid off for us when everything was, everybody's hurting, shut down, and we're we could have turned off our website, and I could have went and got a job, and and been just fine. Absolutely. So, so you're going really through your first bank loan process. You're going through it with Emprise Bank. What is it like transitioning away from, you know, it's this is your money and your savings account, and you're utilizing it to buy the equipment to now having to factor in interest rates and payback periods and satisfying the lenders. How, how is that really, it's a big transition. It really is. Um, you know, when, I'm, when I think about just the one machine that we're looking at, it being almost five times my salary as a teacher <laughs> and me so not- it's a $4,000 machine. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's, it's, it's scary. Yeah. Um, but I, I know, I've, I've seen the potential of it um, we've got a lot of uh, people that are w- wanting to come work. Um, we're working on the process of getting contracts made up that are going to pay for these machines, and I can show that our revenue already is headed in that direction. So it's going to be an easy transition to make. And you know, when we have a, um, you know, they've given us great terms and things like that, and so we know we're going to be able to pay it off early, show that we can pay it off early, and be out of it as quick as possible. Which is the whole point is you don't want to be in that. And so. Um, it's ner- it's nerve wracking. I'm not I'm not a big fan of debt, and so it's uh, it's it's definitely a different experience going into that. So, can I ask a silly question as an entrepreneur? Of course. Do you guys own your house? Do you rent where you live? Yep, we own it. Um, we own. Do you own it outright, or do you have a mortgage on it? Um, we we just opened because, like I said, we were we were about five years away from paying off our house when the pandemic hit. We sold it because it was the market was so great. Um, we actually ended up buying my in-laws' house, and they retired to the lake. So we got a pretty decent deal on the house. We weren't paying the astronomical high prices, um, so we really outfitted it to um, 
house a lot of our machinery. So my two-stall garage is full of machines. My basement's full of machines. And if I keep going the way I'm going, I'm going to be sleeping next to machines. <laughs> uh, so we definitely need to get out of that situation, um, you know, because we got, we got laughed at because we built a 23-foot sign in our kitchen, um, painted it and everything. So we had everything tarped off and, and got it all ready to go. Uh, definitely not ideal for running a household with two young kids. So, um, oh, I could only imagine. That's a great, <laughs> great labor right there. Exactly. <laughs> Child labor laws don't apply to your own children. I've heard. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. No problems. So, 2022 is going to be be a big year for you. You, you, in the first eight minutes and forty seconds of this podcast, have talked about uh, purchasing a six figure machine. You have talked about moving and buying a building, moving into a fabrication space that hopefully is larger than your kitchen. Yes. Um, like as you have gone through this process of start starting your company, you know, a little over a year ago, two years ago, it, did you ever imagine that it would progress like it has? And then no. I think my follow-up question to that, uh, the answer was no. I think he's like shaking his head. It's brilliant <laughs> for those who are listening, not watching. Um, what do you expect or, or hope or anticipate for the next couple of years as you step into... You can watch this podcast. You can watch this podcast. That's it. The, v- vodcast? I don't know. We should I'm do a drinking stop. together. Stop. <laughs> um, what's your hope or anticipation for the next couple of years look like as you go into like, not to say that anything you've done is not a legitimate business, but like mm-hmm. business, brick and mortar, all these things. Yeah, I mean, I'm... I'm when we originally, like I said, we had... What saved us in 2020 is we had a large um, bankroll to, we were planning on buying a building in the beginning to have a storefront right out of the get-go. Um, so we had everything for down payments um, and, and operating costs. That that little bit really got us through the, the down months where I wasn't working and I was working on um, homeschooling children and, and building a business and trying to survive this crazy times we're in. Um, and so... We've just basically done everything we've done before. We've we've continued to progress. We've grown. Um, we're getting a lot of rate name recognition in the Kansas City area. Um, it's it's been one of those things that uh, I, I would have never have thought this where we would be. And I mean, it's a great thing. And I think we've grown at the right rate, not too fast. Um, that way we can manage it. And so, looking forward to, to 2020. I mean, the the moment we are in a building and we have. Um, things like that. We're, we're going to have to bring on at least a couple of people um, just to help us manage design work. Because right now I'm I'm basically doing design work. I'm doing marketing. I'm doing installs. I'm doing all the manufacturing of it. And we're still ma- meeting most of our deadlines. And um, with, with when I say most of our deadlines, right now we're dealing with um, shortages. That it's we've we've done some creative things to. to um, to bypass some of the shortages and uh, get our, our clients um, their products. You, you just said you, you know, doing everything, including marketing. How do you market? Well, what is your real strategy today? Um, well, as a matter of fact, later on today, we, um, we have a meeting with uh, a couple of people. We just got a new website built. Um, so we rebranded, kind of started that. I give out my, my product stuff, physical stuff, um, I really don't know the digital. Um, I was actually talking with Ben earlier because um, videos are very popular. and We'd like to definitely talk with um, Let It Fly about helping us out on that digital side of things. Um, right now, it's word of mouth. That's our, been our, our number one thing. Um, 
the ACA business club that we are a member of um, has been tremendously helpful. Uh, meeting a lot of new people, um, doing things like this has been game changer for us. This yep. very moment is the launch. That's it. Right? This, this is, is it. We're breaking through the grass ceiling right now. Uh, you know, you before this, you were talking about this machine that you're buying and how it can print on, I mean, it's like a 400 square foot machine, yeah, more or less. And you can really print on anything from massive glass panels to massive tabletops, and it's all one continuous printing. And yep. you can basically make it appear double-sided if it's glass and you don't even yep. see the other side. Seems like there's such a heavy commercial application for this, it should almost be a marketing towards the building community, architects, whatnot, where you're Correct. showing them your capabilities, saying in your project, if there's an opportunity, this is what we can actually produce for you. Correct. It's yeah, and that's, that's, you know, as I, like I said, I was an uh, architecture teacher, and so I, I, I really enjoy um, both old and modern um, architecture, and being able to add unique things into to it, your traditional construction, I think a lot of people are starting to go away from, and they want to see more of that unique building space. Um, like the conversation we had, you see a lot of buildings that are just very big, tall boxes that, that are very boring. We want to be able to eventually get to the point where we're helping people create entire environments, like your guys' This whole facility has just been amazing to look at and be around. Um, that people are creating environments. People don't want to go to work and work in a cubicle. They want to go to a place where they they feel at home with they're around friends and they want to they want to be there to work. And it's it's not work. It's it's, it's fun. Mm -hmm. and that's what makes what what whatever whatever is evolving out of this pandemic. This is what it's becoming, and and uh, we we definitely want to be a part of that. Do you have goals as far? Let, let's look into the future. Crystal Ball 2025. Is is Bison Fab a $50 million business? Is it a million dollar business? Like, what, what is it that you're trying to achieve other than, because what I see from you, one of the things I enjoy so much about you is like, I want to make cool stuff, right? right. Like, I, I want to figure things out. I want to solve problems. I want to make cool stuff. But um, coming into it more from the financial side of things, is there a business goal? Or is the goal that you want to continue growing and, and making cool stuff? So one of the really only big real goals we had, um, we wanted to get my wife, she wanted to be full-time because she likes to design, um, was to get her from her, her nursing job and be a full-time designer. Mm -hmm. um, she does all that stuff on the side as well. And so coming up on 2023, we are, are able to be able to, if we keep hitting our marks that we're hitting, she'll be able to come out of her full-time job and be full-time with Bison. Um, 2025. I would I would definitely love to be um, in the million dollar range. Um, again, it's really not been about the money. Uh, the money's been great because as we grow, we do it. Um, I think doing the things that I love to do really shines, and that's what brings people in. So if if I was being on that end of it, yes, I think I would I would love to be in that million dollar multi million dollar company at that point. Um, if we keep growing the way we're growing, we definitely will be there. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, I, I would love to be able to be the, 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 the go-to contractor to help, help with, you know, all the interior, um, graphics and things like that to help, help out with that. Uh, we can keep talking, but we're not going to, cause this is, <laughs> let me be brief and not let me talk for a really long time. You would love that show. I would love that show. Um, aside from, you've mentioned wife and kids, what's the coolest thing that you have ever done? No business, no can't say getting married. Well, I guess it would have to be depending upon if I was 
And it can't be saying being on this show today. Yes, right. Even though that is the clear favorite most of the time. I, I, I've been going back and forth on this one. Uh, I, when I was in high school, I went to Alaska, and I got to go um, up to the North Pole High School um, in Anchorage. The North Pole High School? North Pole High School. In, in Anchorage, yeah. Are they the, the Santa, Claus. Santa Clauses? <laughs> right. Their elves were there. Um, I got to actually go practice with them, and that was really a unique opportunity. Um, but I would say probably my, my most fond memory was my wife and I went uh, deep sea fishing. She was really against it in the beginning. Um, we went out there. and uh, In Alaska? No, no, no. Uh, sorry, that was in South, South Padre. Okay. Nice. And so we went out there, and um, I got sicker than a dog. Oh, yeah. Terrible moment. She goes out and catches this four-foot freaking fish. And I'm like... Mahi-mahi? Uh, no, it was a uh, mackerel, king mackerel. And she's absolutely loving it. And I'm, like I said, I'm sicker than a dog. Just, just It was a terrible moment. Was, I felt terrible, but it's, it will never live and leave my mind. It was, it was a great experience. So I love that. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. Well, Caleb, on behalf of Emprise Bank... The Jay Rieger Co. Distillery, Swell Spark, and of course, our friends at Let It Fly Media. Uh, we're so grateful for you coming on the show. Thank you for having me. I am so excited to see this machine and to see what it can produce and selfishly to see how it can help my business grow as well. Right. So uh, <laughs> we wish you continued success as you jump into a really, really big 2022. Um, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Thank you guys. Thanks, Caleb.